Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Throwing It Up Top. My name is Logan. Alongside me again is my partner in crime, Isaac. Isaac, we're back. it's been an exciting week. Our predictions were right, but so, so wrong in so many ways. It wasn't bad. So, I feel like we were better than some experts. Yeah, I mean, experts didn't, experts didn't have some of the picks that we had, but they also had a couple other picks that we did not. So without further ado... How you doing? How's your day? How we feel? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm uh, purchased tickets to the whiteout game today, so that's going to be electric on Saturday. Oh, that's so, a big yeah. You guys play? I know you play someone ranked, but who do you play? Auburn. 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 That's SEC right. that's game in house. Okay. Five battle. Electric. Yes. <laughs> I might have to tune in, and you know I'm not a big college football. That's guy, true, but. Yeah. Maybe we can get we something can, going. We for can that. Become one. We can have a we can have a side college football podcast <laughs> on the side of our MLB podcast coming at some point. We don't know when. At some point, I, th- yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe playoffs. Who knows? Maybe, maybe never. Playoffs. Maybe next year. Yeah, we, I mean, we might as well just push it back till next year because we right. didn't cover anything yet. Why start now? <laughs> so, without further ado, how about that game Thursday night? I mean, me and you went into it with, correct me if I'm wrong, we both kind of had the expectation that it was going to be some ugly play, just players kind of yep. getting the feel for everything. That's what happens. Or we said either that or the Bucks are just going to demolish them. At the yeah, time. I mean, we didn't expect what happened to happen, and now here we are sitting in our chairs, biting our teeth, biting our tongues. Like, I know we're not the only ones that were wrong here, but who expected that kind of a game? Like I mean, one way to start the season. We, we sold the Bucks pick correct. Somehow. Yeah, we did. We did. And, uh, but I really – I thought the defense was going to control the game a lot more, and that just didn't happen. I mean, he controlled Zeke, that's for sure. But what do you do when you get four carries or whatever he had? Yeah, he did not so, touch the ball much at all, which I think they need to fix going forward. I mean, I don't know about you, but I did notice Dak's arm is not 100%. Oh, it's not. No, it, yeah, you could – you could tell the throws. It, the arm the strength throws, wasn't all there. It wasn't all there. I mean, I think he was throwing around like probably, what, like, what do you think, like 80% velocity, yeah, maybe like 90%, that, between it, 80 and 90%. It doesn't help everything that he's had in the offseason to have 58 attempts in the first game back. That's just not yeah. ideal. Yeah. I mean, when you have Vita Vea just clogging, absolutely clogging that middle, yep. not many places to run. But that game was just – Wow. Start off the season in that fashion. Yeah, I mean, we had almost 800 yards passing combined in the game because Dak had 4-3, Brady had 379. Insane. Some insane numbers. I know Shot's a big numbers guy. You're not the biggest numbers guy, I know. Not the biggest numbers guy. I do know a bigger numbers guy. (laughs) We both know a bigger numbers guy. Uh, How about Antonio Brown? Can we talk about him for a couple minutes? Like, Like, I I don't know about you, but I'm ready to – I'm ready to label him wide receiver one in that team. Nah, I don't know about that. I mean, the targets he was getting and the plays he was making. True, but it is the Cowboys. The defense is pathetic. It's undrafted corner after undrafted corner out there. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. went for over 100 as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, AB had 121. But... Godwin made a couple mistakes. I mean, he came he up did, huge he had that on that stiff last drive. Massive stiff one. Which one? The one in the corner on the last drive of the game? Yeah, or the that one? was legendary. He was, I mean, <laughs> yeah. at this point, it might as well be Derrick Henry out there. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it was definitely a push-off. I think it is a good no-call just because, I mean, Chris it's, Collinsworth said it best. The DB is trying to stop. Like you said, he's on his turn heels. Around. Right. He's it's on his so heels. Easy to, it's, so, it's so easy to fall down. If they would have called it, it would have been the right call, but I hate seeing that call made in that spot in the game. Like, you just don't want to see a penalty like that decide the game. Yeah. But you also don't want to see a no-call decide the game. So it's it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I've taken a couple snaps at the cornerback position, and I know all too well it is so Trout easy Island. to just get turned around. Yeah, Trout Island. <laughs> if you want to get matched up against someone five nine with the wings <laughs> with the wingspan of a T Rex, you want to take a little, take, get in your boat, get in your boat, come over to Trout Island. We can have a good time together. But I'll, maybe I'll let you get a couple touchdowns on me. But. Yeah, exciting start to the season. That leads us into Jags at Texans. What I mean, game. oh my gosh. I mean, Tide we talked about God. him a little bit, but not we enough. We said Ty God. We said mm-hmm. Ty God. I don't think either of us picked them, did we? I think we both took we the didn't. Jags. We, but we talked about the, Ty God. We talked about Ty God, and we said that if they were going to do anything, it was going to be stick it to that front office. Like, hey, we're going to hear, we're yeah, here, right. and we're just going to play our asses off. Pardon just like my ma- language Just there. like Major League, but, you know. Only one thing left to do, win the whole thing. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's what Ty God will lead him to do. Brandon Cooks, didn't he have like, I think he ended up with like nine for 113? Five for 132. Even oh better. Gosh. But here's the kicker gosh. Mark Ingram, workhorse, 26 carries, just holding the rock. I don't think either of us expected that. I think that I didn't signing either. I think that signing to us was a guy that was going to get five carries a game. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I mean, if Philip Lindsay and David Johnson, and then Mark Ingram just gets twenty six. What like just twenty six carries makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy but, for him. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad he's a single digit beast. But aside from the front office and the Texans team, it's such an easy team to root for because yeah, Tyrod yeah. might be the easiest quarterback to root for in the league. Yes. And I agree. Other than, I've been a, other than Fitzpatrick, but you know the hip. Yeah, the hip. And Mark Ingram, he's just an easy guy to like. And Brady Cooks, you know, after he died on the field in the Super Bowl, you can only hope the best for the guy. Yeah, I mean, I've always loved Brandon Cooks. Super Bowl sleeping in the field or not, I've always been a Brandon, a big Brandon Cooks game, a big Brandon Cooks fan. Wow, I need to take some English classes, but. Mom is an English teacher, so it makes it even better. But Tyrod Taylor, I can't stop saying that name. Tyrod Tyrod Taylor. Making plays, man. True. He threw for over 250 yards, pushing three digits. 291. Yep. So, but I'm just going to bite my words. Trevor Lawrence had a good day, a decent debut, I should say. I mean, Threaded the needle to three thirty-two, three touchdowns, but three interceptions. Yeah, that's tough, and that's something neither of us expected out of that defense. We didn't expect them to be able to be making those no. types of plays. I mean, the, and the Jags did have some drop issues as well. Like, I, Chark had three catches on twelve targets. Yep, like that's. Yep. What are you gonna do? No targets. Those are also. Those can be chalked up different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, obviously, not all those are catchable, but you would like to see Chark grab a couple more of those. A couple more than but, three, because I can't imagine that nine of them were all bad. Yeah. But who knows? But Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know about like you, but tighten up. I can't pick against the Texans until, until they lose. You can't just do that after we talked all that smack and then be like, well, it's going to happen this week. They're going to fold again. Like, no, I'm I'm all on for the Texans now, and I'm just going to bite my tongue for the well, rest of the year because I, I was I mean, off on that They one. play the Browns next week, so I'm not sure if the Texans can overcome that. It could be a Tyra Taylor revenge game. Yeah, it could. Although he was on really good terms with Baker. They had that QERB. <laughs> the people forget. <laughs> the people forget. Not enough people but, know about that. Yeah. Well, that was a big secret. That was the whole thing. But Browns oh, right now are 12 and a half point favorites already. So not looking good. Not looking good. So we got Chargers at Washington. I mean, I expected more out of the Chargers, but I also yeah, expected they, Fitzpatrick to stay healthy. Yeah, that really sucks. I mean, even with his age, we. Nobody expected him to get hurt. We expected him to just be classic, carefree Fitzpatrick and sling the rock. Early season Fitz magic. It works like clockwork. Yeah. It's almost like Sammy week one Watkins. But Dude, it's like throwing popcorn in the microwave. You know it's going to happen. You know it's just going to pop for you. Right. It just and didn't. Something, it, something popped. popped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something popped, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Even though he's in my division, I'd rather – lose a division to a healthy Fitzpatrick. True. I mean, but I don't – Heineke is – I think he'll be all right. I like his style. He's exciting. Play. He's exciting. Yeah. He brings a he's lot very, to the table. He's a very gutsy football player. He is. He is. Um, Justin Herbert still had a solid day. I mean, the touchdowns weren't there. No. I mean, that's – Like we'd want them they, to be. They had a lot of offense, but just not many points. Yeah. Red zone they efficiency. Did enough, they did enough to win the game. Enough to win the game. A win's a win. I mean, it's a good team. It's a really good defense. Yeah, a young defense too. So that's team. That that's a team to watch out in the future, unless everybody wants the bag and they can't give everybody the bag. But that's yeah. definitely a team to keep in your radar for the up and coming five years or so. Looking out into the future. So then we have Seahawks at Colts. We now we both picked. This coming. We both picked the Seahawks because we didn't know what was gonna happen with Wentz and we also we didn't touch up on it enough I mean I know you mentioned the whole pretty much let Russ cook for yeah, the first and I think we both mentioned the season that, that Lockett was going to go off early season as well it's class well that's that's Tyler Lockett for you it is. that's it's who the guy is four for 102 scores that's just vintage Lockett right there Lockett's a stud man I don't know about you. I always grab Tyler Lockett because the targets and the yards are always there Always I mean, they are, but the then next week he, he might get, like, three catches. You just never yep. know with a guy like him because it could be DK's yep. week next week. Who knows? How was their run game? I know that Jonathan Taylor didn't have the worst of days, but I know – He actually had a better day too... receiving. Jonathan Taylor, he was 17 carries, okay. 56 yards, but six catches for 60. Okay. Had the same amount of catches okay. as, uh, as Naheem Hines, which you don't see that, really. You don't see that. But, you don't see that. Normally, two backs don't get the same production receiving out of the same backfield. It's normally oh, one do one thing, the other do the other. Runs offense. Which we didn't really see too much in Philly. Like, yeah, we saw him dump it off to I mean, who's he gonna, really who's early he on. Who's and then Boston Scott. Yeah, and yeah. then Boston Scott recently. But I didn't expect him to go out there and just start slinging at the now he times. I feel JT. like he had a decent game. 251, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, not good bad. Debut. I mean... You'd yeah, like not a bad debut, win, but really good team. They played. You would have, so. you would have, 
I mean, top team to play early on in the year. They're a team yeah. that they never play with the jitters. Lots of teams play with the jitters at home or on the road week one of the season. That's also leads us into this Panthers and Jets game. The Panthers, it started off kind of a slow start. We didn't know what we were going to see. Yeah. Sam Darnold airing it out game. to Robbie Anderson. Two revenge games. Yeah. One stick. The one connection, ball. The connection's so locked in. What can you say? Hey man, something never about, die, and that's one we, of them. We nailed that one though. We both thought about picking the Jets, but then we remembered that Christian McCaffrey is a person. And <laughs> he is. He, I mean, ninety-eight rushing yards and eighty-nine receiving yards. That's why you you cannot pick against the. I mean, you can pick against the Panthers certainly sometimes, but against teams like that, you can't because CMC is going to have a field day, and he did. Now, keeping it in the family with the Jets, they just brought back Avery Williamson today. So, I don't know. Former I'm not Steeler sure. legend. Steeler legend. Avery Williamson. I'm not sure how much he has left in the tank. Not much. But I can tell you that. You saw it firsthand. Could well, have also, also been a scheme thing. It is a, definitely a scheme thing because you can't put him <laughs> in the slot on Juice Landry and expect good things to happen. It's just less than ideal. <sighs> Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I definitely expected Darnold to play similarly to how he played. I expected him to throw three touchdowns. Um, did he have two or did he have three? I know he had two. He had one. He had one? I thought he had two. Yeah, one, allegedly. Okay. Okay, then I only saw the one that I saw. Okay. Well, they only but, scored, what, two touchdowns anyway? Yeah, then it was a field goal game. It was a field goal game. Oh, well, he uh, ran. Also... He, I think he, yeah, he ran in for one. Okay, that's so what did, it was. He had then. two total, but one passing. That's what it was then. So, okay, that leads us into Vikings at Bengals. And this was your game, man. You picked the Bengals. You didn't pick OT. So, you, did, no. you, you, didn't, you didn't call bank, but I'll still give it to you. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen doing their thing out there. Well, I knew Not that was going to I said that was going to happen because. Bengals secondary is terrible, but Vikings team is also terrible. Yep. Kirk Cousins goes for 351 and two touchdowns, and I felt like he played one of the worst games of his career. It's just I don't yeah. understand what's wrong with him. I love the guy, but he kind of stinks. Yep. And Dalvin Cook fumbling late in that game. Yeah, that was – I mean, that pretty Bur- much ended it. Burrow was just very efficient. He was. And Mixon, we talked about it last week. This is the game that people have been waiting for Joe Mixon. This is the season. Everybody's this is his year. This is his year, man. He started it off (laughs) like it's going to be. Let's hope in three weeks he's still healthy. And Jamar Chase caught football. What are you going to do? Dude, he caught a deep football. That was a bomb from Burrow, and it it looked nice. That's something we're going to be seeing a lot this year. I think I had T. Higgins as one of my sleepers last week. Didn't go off or anything, but four for 58 in the score. Decent. Yeah. Yeah, that's he did enough. enough. He did that's enough. enough. That's definitely more than enough. I mean, I didn't – I thought they'd be able to run the ball better against that Bengals front than they did. Yeah. But I think the they Vikings didn't. offensive line is just that poor. It is. And when you lose a tight end, well, they also lost Rudolph, and then they lost Irv Smith because Rudolph left. Rudolph, yeah, and he's then, on the Giants now or something like that. Yeah, he's in the Giants now. Well, then he hurt his foot or something. I don't even know if he's healthy right now, but that's beside the point. But they, you can't lose tight two tight ends from an offense and expect to be able to run the ball as well as they did. That's an underrated part of Rudolph's game was run blocking. 
And when you lose someone like that in a system that relies a lot on the running game, even though you have two stud receivers, if you have a running back like Dobbin Cook, you're going to be feeding them. It, he was making the right moves for the holes. He was reading the plays well. It's just It just wasn't there. The Bengals did a hell, heck of a job filling in those gaps. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was a good game. I know I, I, was. I was tuned in. It was on red zone. And since it was one of the last games to finish up, they just kind of let it roll out. Yep. Until the afternoon game started. Yep. Yeah, because they they were showing overtime until the Saints Packers game started, and then they announced that they had to cut it off. Yep. <laughs> what a stinker to put on TV. Yeah, that was definitely painful. So that leads us in to this was my game. This is the one I got right. No one trusted me. Cardinals at Titans. Yeah. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. How's your four passing touchdowns sound and a rushing TD? That's rushing, rushing for 20 and passing for 289. I mean, decent. Talk, talk about a guy that's he's got to be on MVP watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, he definitely is. And not to mention Chandler Jones putting himself on defensive player of the year watch. Chandler Jones winning that game all alone with five sacks. I mean, that's just absurd. And, And two TFLs. Two the guy's a beast. And, and the I'm Titan, not, I don't know what happened to the tight. Like Derrick Henry, 58 yards. What are we doing? I saw a little bit of that goal line stand. I don't know if it ended up being a stand. I don't know if the Titans ended up scoring, but I saw Derrick Henry get stuffed at the goal line twice. Two plays in a row. Yeah. And then Tannehill snuck it in. They did okay. score. I don't okay. know if he snuck it. He he ended up it was a rushing touchdown. Okay. I don't know what fashion it was well i mean when you're that when you're that close that i guess you could still consider that sneak in it i guess unless (laughs) like he dropped back and you know ran or covered a total of 20 yards our favorite play the naked bootleg yeah that is our favorite play maybe my favorite play in nfl history is the peyton manning naked bootleg against the cowboys yep dude he ran about him he ran a mile and a half the 21 (laughs) of 22 players in the field were in the middle of the field and he just Runs all the way back to the twenty yard line and loops around into the end zone and ended up halfway in the tunnel, dude. You're, you yeah. don't need that much room to slow down. And he was just pulling a Bo Jackson. He was exiting the facility. <laughs> he was leaving. He's out, dude. That game was exciting in so many ways because NFC West. I mean, oh, where are you at? We Best said division it. in football. We said it yeah. here. I mean, everybody was already kind of on. Lots on of people were already on board with that. On top of the defense. Isaiah Simmons looked really good. He looked yeah. like Clemson Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, kind of and, that's, last year. and if him that's, and him and Buda Baker can keep up the play level, like it's going to be. A that's good why team. they drafted them. That's why they drafted them. Um, let me check real quick on AJ Green. Did he do anything? I was praying he would get at least a target. I'm not sure. I know he got I mean, six I mean, targets for two catches bad. and 25 yards. So I mean, Nuke went off. I mean, well, he didn't really go off per se, but 83 Nuke and did two Nuke scores. Things. Yeah, he. I feel like he proved that he's once again probably best wide receiver in the NFL. I guess I feel like some would say others would say Tyreek Hill. You know, I'm <sighs> a, I'm the largest Tyreek Hill guy you will find. Just at the end of the day, speed always wins. If you're faster, you're gonna win. And if you have hands like Tyreek Hill, true, but it's I mean, tough to lose. You're not gonna see Tyreek Hill go up. Three Bills defenders for the, the Hill you won't. <laughs> you won't. So I mean, poor Diggs, man. Diggs thought he had that game all wrapped up. 
But that leads us into this next game. How about your 49ers going in there early and getting it done? But wait, our man Jared Goff leading the come from behind ended up being a loss. But he was slinging it, man. He was slinging it. And they had the ball. They had the opportunity to win the game. Jimmy G, I thought, played very well as well. Like, yep. 17 completions for 314. I think he answered some of the noise. It was kind of interesting seeing Trey Lance have a pinch hit appearance yes. and throwing that five yard <laughs> touchdown. That was kind of cool. Robbing but, Jimmy G of his stats. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, well, why not? And then Eli Mitchell, relief for Moster, goes for over 100. But how about Debo Samuel? What a game. Yes. 189 yards, a touchdown. But the fumble, he that almost fumble. lost the game. That was – yeah. He almost cost him. He almost cost he him. He really did. Yeah. I mean, I like Debo Samuel. I like some aspects of his game. I like him a lot. I'm, I I did not like that like ball that was ball. thrown. Like, like, I get the whole concept of quick turning around and undercutting the corner <clears> and grabbing it, but – that ball just kind of hung in the air a little bit too long. Like that corner turns around. That that play doesn't happen. So yeah. that could have been game changing. I mean, Jeff Okuda yeah. out for the year yeah. with that Achilles, correct? Yeah. Yep, yep. And Mostert obviously out for the year. Mostert as well. out for the year too. I mean, but I think they'll be fine. The 49ers is always fine running back, and it's, it's a Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you have at running back. It's you're going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, I want to say that the Lions coming back, it might have just been them lining up and prevent, like a prevent style defense. Like, don't give up the deep ball, let them chip away underneath. And then next thing you know, there they are, a touchdown away. But that is kind of a concern. I mean, Jason Verrett going down for the year, too. I mean, cornerback is a position that you got to have them in the NFL. And if you lose one, there's not many places you can look to grab another other than trading for a guy. It's it's not a position that's just kind of there hanging around in free agency. Whereas if you're kicker, the money badger, if you will, missed an extra point and a field goal and he's gone and they're looking in for another guy right away. If a corner gives up a deep play and then another deep touchdown, maybe they'll play him less. They're not going to release him. They're gonna keep him. Well, so Penn, Penn State legend Grant Haley is a free agent right now. He's on the market. So if anybody needs a scoop and score on a blocked field goal, you have your man. <laughs> and that kick is blocked. So <laughs> I'll let you do the talking for this one. Steelers at Bills. How about it. Let's hear it. Let's Pick hear the Bills. It. Didn't think there was a chance the Steelers are gonna win. And I'm still not really sure how they did. I guess the special teams play, they blocked the punt and uh, scored Ulysses Gilbert with the scoop and score. But, I mean, the defense was amazing. The defensive line was incredible. Like, it was a constant disrupting of the game. Melvin Ingram, I thought, played very well. I mean, he got held like three different times. And uh, Ben looked like a game manager, though, and you just don't like to see that. He did yeah, enough I mean- to not lose the game. Like yeah, it's not like he won the game. He did enough. To I not think lose that it. might be the point in time of his career where he might be at. I mean, he's definitely got a couple. I need to get this drive left in him for sure. Right. There's certainly but that. When but it I mean, comes to 
being that guy, like being your late career, Tom Brady later on drew Brees, being able to do everything. I don't, I'm not too sure if Ben's still there. Yeah. I really hope he is. I know well, we really little... like there's just so hard to tell week one with because I mean brand new offensive line mm-hmm. against a good defense in the Bills. You just really have no idea what's and it's week one. Not not many offenses well, are firing right away. Yeah. I mean week so one tells tough, a lot, but... it but it doesn't tell enough. So it does not mean week it, week three, week four. I feel like it tells a lot about... underneath them. It tells a lot about the defense because TJ was, you know, out of practice this whole offseason because of the contract. Then he comes in as a strip sack. That was massive. Yeah. So, but the Bill, it just made no sense for the Bills because Singletary had 72 yards on 11 carries and then they stopped running the ball. Mm-hmm. Like he ripped like two good chunks in a row and then they 51 attempts for Josh Allen. Like when you have a 10 point lead, run the clock out. I mean, it wasn't as drastic as the Falcons blowing the Super Bowl, but Mm -hmm. like when it's working, just run it out. (laughs) There's absolutely no reason to have 51 passing attempts when you have the lead for half the game. Yeah. But I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I'll tell you what you are going to do. I'll tell you what the Philadelphia Eagles did in Atlanta. Yeah, how about it? They went in there and they won 32 to 6. Now, I was projecting some solid numbers from the offense. I thought it was yeah. going to be more of a shootout, though. I knew we had a bend but don't break system for defense this year, but I didn't think we would never break. We didn't allow a single touchdown. I figured Matt Ryan would be able to drive him all the way down the field. I thought he was going to be hitting Calvin Ridley on those underneath routes like he was early on. And then third drive of the game, he just stopped looking for him. Jalen Hurts was looking – very solid. He had great poise in the pocket. There were a few times when I saw him leave a little bit early when he, I thought he could have hung in there a little bit, but more often than not, he still either made the throw or he made the right decision by just right. throwing it away and avoiding getting hit. He didn't take too many hits this past game, even whenever he ran the ball. Cause I mean, he ended up with 264 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. They get sacked once, but and I think y'all, yeah, he also had 62 rushing yards on seven attempts. So that's something you love to see from him. It's not like he's a burner. I think he runs like a four, five, nine or a four, six flat. So, which is around Le'Veon Bell coming out of college. So he's got enough speed. He's not going to burn you. But if there's a hole, you better believe he's taking it. He's going to pick up the first just the way he did. I mean, let's talk about the Falcons for a second, though. To, I'm not really – I can't really pick up what their game plan was. Because it seemed know. like – because the Eagles offense was just that pretty much efficient early on whenever it seemed like they wanted just, to be. Yeah, they couldn't stop the RPO is really what it boiled down to. And then on offense, they didn't block. So that yeah. was kind of big. I did see that clip on Twitter of Jordan Mailata, who got a massive contract yep. extension because yep. he was sold on him. Yeah. And it paid off because he's dropping back. He's taking his quick kick step drop. And he's got a one guy coming at him from the left, a guy coming towards Sam Alu. So he just gives a guy coming towards Sam Alu a little shove while he's watching his own guy. And the guy yep. just flies. Yep. And he <laughs> continues to just dominate his own guy. Yep. Which that made me smile because we just paid him all that money and he's already showing everybody why he was a stud at rugby and a stud at being left tackle. Yeah. 
But Matt Ryan, I mean, he looked a little washed, and that worries me. Yeah, that worries me because that offense was, should be really good. I was expecting not huge things from their offense, but I was expecting him to throw us back a couple years to whenever they're having some success and winning a couple shootouts. And I'm just throwing it up top, baby. Yeah, they, but, they did kind of revamp everything this year, obviously. So, you know, week one, we'll see what happens a couple weeks, but certainly not going to see what happens this next week. They play the Bucks. So I'm personally, as a Matt Ryan owner in a two quarterback league, <laughs> I'm starting Heineke over him because it is suicide starting Matt Ryan against, and it might be suicide playing as Matt Ryan when he plays against the Buccaneers because that's not going to be great. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks defense, I mean, we talked about this before, not on Secondary's the... a little hurt now, but yeah, the fact that we talk... the, front, the front seven's so good and the Falcons' offensive line is terrible. Bad. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this before, not on the show, but we mentioned how we, let, we think that the Bucks defense, there's not anything wrong with them, that they give up all those points and yards that they did to Dak and the Cowboys. We just think it's kind of them settling in and kind of getting their feet wet and getting their feet I mean, underneath they them. They did get a little hurt. Secondary is banged up. The secondary is banged so. up. That's definitely a reason. But that front seven is still there. Like some of those oh, looks they were giving were just scary to anybody. Like I saw someone posted a clip on it on Twitter and it was seven guys all down, ready to go. And they just put at the top diabolical. And I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, but enough of my birds. Let's go on to Browns at Chiefs, which we kind of thought this would be more of a I thought the Chiefs, Chiefs take the lead big. early. Yeah, yeah, we thought the Chiefs were going to win big, and but instead it was just a classic Kansas City game. I don't know why we expect anything different. Really, I don't know why like, we did. They've been either. doing it ever since Patrick Mahomes has been started. Yeah, I mean he's like Tim Tebow in the fourth quarter, but he's like that from the second quarter all the way until the yeah. end of the game. Yeah, <laughs> just he's like Tim Tebow out. in the fourth quarter. If, if Tim Tebow played like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> But I, I felt like the Browns played a really good game, but it was just dumb mistakes that, I mean, and just an uncharacteristic fumble from Chubb that yeah. only turned into a field goal, but that was still huge. But Baker only had seven incompletions for the day, and one of them did happen to be the game ceiling interception. Tried to throw it away, <laughs> got tripped up, didn't have enough arm strength on it. What that was do? tough. That I mean, trust me, I was all in on Kansas City, but seeing him just trying to throw it away and not being able to get enough on it because he got his legs ripped out from underneath him, you don't love to see a game end that way. You kind of oh, wish well. you'd see him at least have the opportunity to get that that huge drive. I mean, obviously you wanted the Browns to lose. You don't need to hide it. But <laughs> It was a good game, though. It was really good football. Yeah, yeah David Njoku finally seventy-six yards finally showed something, maybe. Yeah, and I, I hate bringing this up, but Tyreek Hill eleven for one ninety-seven and a TD. That I mean, Tyreek Hill every week is unbelievable. It it looked like something you just do in Madden. You take the you take the fair catch, you get the touchback, and then first play, you just bomb it up to Tyreek, and then you score. It's uncanny. I mean, if that's not a classic Tyreek Hill, I don't know what is. It's I feel weird Kansas mentioning City. it because like that's Tyreek Hill's like average every third week. That, those are the numbers he's putting up, and you shouldn't even bat an eye about it. It's almost expected like, out of the guy. Those type of plays are what you used to see with like vintage Ben and AB when they would just go into the huddle and say, I don't know, get open, and then it'd just be backyard <laughs> football. That's what exactly what the Chiefs are doing now, especially with Kelsey, because 
Kelsey was just on the Monday night coverage last night, and he said that he doesn't even run routes. They just like well, you mean he does, but most of the time they go into the huddle and he's just like, "Ah, eh, we'll figure it out," and then he's wide open. It's just too easy for for the Chiefs. It's too easy. So, I mean, that's the that's the end of the early window games. Let's dive right into the Green Bay and the Saints game. I am going to. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to bait my tongue because that's right. I, I have in my notes, I have awful performance lost for words. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't kind know what to wanna... say. I mean, I'm going to talk about Jameis though, because 14 passes completed and five of them were touchdown passes. That's you know what his trainer told him something to get him prepared. Yeah. And I'm, I can't remember what it was. Can't but, remember what he was oh, but you know what? He just, be he just said to be, get prepared and be yeah, prepared. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, the I was, was on fire for Jameis, so. Yeah, I mean, if you remember, I was ripping into the Saints before in our last episode saying that I did not think that they were going to do anything this year. I, I just uh, thought that. I still don't think they will. I, I don't know. I just don't know what happened this game. I, I don't know. Like you said, it might, you said uh, off camera that it might have been a little rust that Rodgers had a knockoff. Yep. Playing too much golf over the summer, maybe. Yeah. Hanging out but, with his buddy. DeChambeau. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't know. It was interesting. I kind of – one of my season predictions that I made, I don't think it was on here, but I, I said I didn't think Kamara was going to be as big as a threat in a passing game. And he really wasn't because I think Jameis is – he forced – like he can get it down the field a lot better than Drew Brees. You don't need swing routes. Mm-hmm. You don't need wheel routes, that type of stuff, because Jameis can force it. I, I mean, I think at some point they'll mix it in because once you have to protect over top, then you hit him underneath. But – See what happens. That is an issue with Jameis, though, because he can hit it up top all day, but he's not always looking for those underneath routes, and that's gotten him in a lot of trouble. The LASIK, maybe he can see the check. You never know. You never. Well, that is a big part of why I have them not going as far, not really having the season that many people want them to, just because I don't think Kamara is going to be as involved as he's been in the past, and I think that will hurt them in the long run. Like, I think they will be in some tighter games that they just need to win. And he's got buck 30 left in the clock, two timeouts at their own 20, and he's not taking that check down to Kamar. He's trying to go up and over the top to now, anybody. There's a, of, there's a lot of season to see what they do with the offense. So, yeah. I'm and sure this is in touches at some, some, they're paying him for a reason. You got to get yeah. him something. I mean, this isn't the sad Eagles fan in me sleeking out to hate on the Saints because they just dominate us in any meaningful game ever, except for last year. That wasn't meaningful for us. But it's – I don't know. I mean, Drew Brees being gone, I didn't really know what to expect. That's what we get. That's not the Packers that we're going to see in two weeks I, from now. That's not. not the Packers we're going to see this week unless Rodgers is just forcing his way out the building, what, yeah, right. which it's we did talk about blowing too. blowing it up internally. It's just tanking. Let's just send him to San Francisco also. Just get another quarterback in that room. Ah, Make them the QB factory. I I don't know. I really think Trey Lance is on to something out there, but who knows? I think he is too. But that leads us into Broncos at Giants. And I had the Broncos in this one. Teddy two gloves. I said he was going to do enough, which he did. And I also said my boy, Melvin Gordon, was going to go off. And he had that game ending run. Rip. 70 yeah. Rip. Unbelievable. Yeah. 
And I've Everything. always loved Melvin Gordon. I thought he had more gas left in the tank whenever he went yeah. there, and he proved it on that yeah. run. Because... The whole offense was just very good. Like Judy had 72 yards until the high ankle sprain. Oh. Noah yeah, Fant with 62. As... Maybe he'll find a little bit to his hype. A lot of good yeah. tight end play that you hope to see guys live up to their hype this week. Yes, but, especially TJ Hawkinson. He did have a good week yeah, for the did. Lions. But to go off of what you were saying about the Broncos, yeah, I mean, their, their offense, no one aspect of their game really stuck out. It seemed like they did everything very solid and well yeah, enough was, to it was like a, keep it was them like, in football games. It's what you think a Broncos game should be. Like, you think back to recent memory with an aging, aging Peyton Manning. It was just really good defensive play. Some running of the ball, but above-average quarterback play, and that's exactly yeah. what they got, and they won. Yep. And I do like to think that the game, the play that changed it all was never they went for it on fourth and goal, not fourth and goal. It was like fourth and two, I think, or fourth Something and one. Like that, yeah. And Teddy Two Glove just putting the absolute wheels on that end, coming barreling down on him yeah. and just forced it to that guy underneath yep. who and made a play and yeah. got in, which and was awesome. To me, that this, ended the game. This could have been worse, too, because as we were texting each other, KJ Hamler had that drop touchdown, that bomb. Mm-hmm which I don't think we're going to see much more of that out of him. I think he's going to be, especially with Judy going down now, I think he's going to be yep. a huge factor. But yeah, I mean, we love our single-digit guys, and yeah. he's the definition of single-digit. He is. <laughs> as long he as is, he is the digit. He really is. <laughs> he is the digit. And, I mean, I don't know. How about Saquon on the other side? Like, what happened? Danny Dimes yeah. had more rushing yards than him. Although, that, I guess that's not too surprising, because if you throw it back to week one last year, Ben Roethlisberger outrushed Saquon Barkley. People forget. And that's something you never see. No, I, I don't know what's going I mean, I get he was on like a pitch count because of the knee, but. I mean, last this minute, offense I did. not good other than Sterling Last Shepard. minute. Yeah. Yeah, Sterling Shepard did have that great play down the sideline. The weasel his way into the end zone. Yards. What are you going to do? I did actually bench Saquon Barkley last minute, and I threw Miles Gaskin in there. Which was actually huge for me. It actually won me my matchup because if I started Saquon, I would not have won my game that I had this week on my lone ESPN fantasy league that I have. It's the one I have. The rest of mine are all on Yahoo. But yeah, I'm pretty sure this this opening week for me, I'm also benching Saquon against the Washington football team. Yeah. Just going to start. I'm going to start Chubb and Cream Hunt. Why not? They coexisted week one. They'll probably do a week two. Yeah, I mean, that league I'm in is a very large league. It's an 18 league, but there are two running backs and then two flexes. So I think I'll actually start them this week and then bank on it being it's a division game. It's going to be close. It's Thursday night. I could see him find his way into the end zone. I don't know if the yards are going to be there. I could see him like third and five from like the 12. He catches a screen and takes it in or something. Maybe. I could see him getting enough points. Classic Saquon touchdown. So, dude, Dolphins at Pats. This is about as much as a Dolphins at Pats game as we expected yeah. to see. It's just a direct throwback from last year's games. Yep. And I, uh, I don't know. I thought Tua looked moderately okay, considering that. I mean, yeah, I mean, he has Jalen Waddle, Monte Parker. They both had good games. So, but if you look at the stats. Because I saw like a, a tweet about stats against Belichick and quarterback. Like he just knows how to contain young players. He does. And I yeah. 
And they're going to have Will Fuller back this week because he had that one-week suspension. So that'll be another yep. weapon in there. Another guy to be throwing it up top to. Right. I'm, I thought Mac Jones f- <laughs> I'm, I'm. Let me get this out there. I'm done using that in my language here because no. it, Except it just feels – show. Yeah, I'll, I'll use it whenever but, I introduce the show, but I'm yeah, done sneaking right. it in. I feel so <laughs> weird doing it, and my body just kind of boils every but time I do. It's just like the classic bit where, you know, people say the name of the TV show or movie inside of it. It's yeah. Just, it's classic, but... But if I, you anyway. do it with songs, it's okay. Okay, yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Mac Jones had a good debut. It was decent. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he definitely played well enough for them to win. Yeah, I, I mean, so. and Damian Harris had a nice game on guards. Yeah, yeah, Harris did have a good game. I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't enough, but it was definitely enough for them to win. They just couldn't get the job done. But right. I thought Harris looked game. solid. He had a hundred yards yeah. on the ground. Yeah, bunch of totes. So yeah. I mean, it's a promising team, and for the majority, they're except for some of the aging vets in the defense, they're pretty young. I mean, that offense is pretty young. Yeah, right. So if you I, add, I still don't think they're going to have a winning record at the end of the year, though. I don't think but... so either. I think they're one piece away on offense and maybe one piece away from on defense for being competitive. Yeah, they need to have but some by the time they get team. those, by the time they get the piece on defense or on offense or both, I think some of the aging veterans are going to lose a step and then they're going to need to replace yeah. McCordy at some point. You got to right. figure at some point he's going to slow down, right? I mean, think? him, Hightower, that's just coming back. Yeah, he got the year off, but he's still getting up there in age. I mean, we'll see moving forward. It was still a fun game to watch. Defensive battle with battle. some good plays. But, dude, how about that Rams and Bears game? We I'm both picked say the Rams. It. I'm going to say it. Way too early, got reaction. Rams gonna win the Super Bowl. Stafford MVP. We're talking about it. Him and Kyle yeah, Murray, I mean, two man race. It's over. That's it. Nobody, yeah, we can talk about it. We can definitely talk about we'll put, it. Put early because... season rust in the race as well within the next couple of weeks, and you'll just have everybody but Jimmy G in the MVP race in the NFC West. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean. But, I just love that right out of the gate, like they didn't hold back. It was I think it was what second play of them on yeah, offense? It was they just started or third airing or it out. Like that. I don't know, but yeah, play action roll out to the left, and then he guns it to Van Jefferson. And I'm we so both happy thought when that happened. Well, no, we weren't so happy because we both thought it was going to be Djax. Which well, uh, yeah, because <laughs> when the ball was in the air, I'm thinking Deshaun Jackson is under that ball. Just years of watching Eagles games or or Washington or wherever he was. Uh, when the quarterback would throw the ball and it's that deep that the cameraman loses it, you just always expect to see Deshaun Jackson standing under just it. Just finding his way underneath it. Like, it was, yeah. We'll see it at some point this year. It just plays in my head of the, like that 70-yard rope that Vic threw to him back in the day. Yeah, when he against just, Washington on yeah, Monday he night. D- he just slings the ball, and the ball just disappears for 10 seconds, and then all of a sudden you see Deshaun Jackson catch it, almost somersault because it was that – I mean, it's back yeah. of the throw. Yeah. And then he hauls it in and scores. Like, that's just what you expect to see. Yeah. And I know he still has plenty of gas left in the tank. It's just he's got the gas in the tank. But let's be real. He's driving a car that was made way too long ago. And it's right. going to have some issues. He, and beat he down. might score sometimes, I feel like. I don't know. But I could I definitely mean, see was, him catching a deep shot. If that would have been him instead of Van Jefferson, I think that play happens no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah. 
although maybe it wouldn't have because once again i said we were going to do it we have to we shot at our boy the snake eddie jackson last yeah, eddie episode, jackson and then he doesn't even touch van jefferson then yeah yeah i mean what, what can you do i mean i still think too much was put on eddie jackson because the bears do love to do a lot of that's true eddie jackson playing center Fuller. field so Eddie Jackson's been used to just playing center field and like doing that. But whenever you have so many vertical routes going on, yeah, the, they weren't prepared enough on defense. I think that was more of a coaching so issue than a player's issue. And yeah, because I mean, Cooper Cup was nude on that one play too. Like, yeah, I think we might see that a lot though. Because when you have so many weapons and you have a guy like Stafford that can put the ball wherever he wants to, it's going to be And Cooper Cup reminds me a lot of Golden Tate and a lot of what he does. And Stafford loved Golden Tate playing over there in Detroit. So I think yeah. Cooper Cup is definitely going to be the guy. And Robert Woods is still going to be Robert Woods. He'll still be making right. plays. It's Hegby, Henderson. And I... they have a solid O-line. It's they have Whitworth, who I forgot still was a person. I thought he retired five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... I mean, all things considered. The Rams are an exciting team with that defense. Jalen Ramsey playing big bully out there yeah, in the corner. He's roaming all over the place, making stuff happen. But we might finally get that Rams Chiefs Super Bowl that we won three years ago. Yes. We might finally get it. Who knows? Yes. I wouldn't be Hopefully. opposed. I wouldn't be opposed with either. That Rams team, I think, fun. if they play like that all the time, which I feel like I don't see a reason why they won't, they, they could beat the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. And I, I don't really want I don't I don't want to hear it about Stafford not having a playoff win. It's a team sport. And the only reason Detroit ever got to the playoffs were very much because of him and Megatron two of those times. One of the times he got there without Megatron, then he had his film in a brace against the Seahawks or Lion, I mean Cowboys or whoever it was. I think it was well, Seahawks. And he, so like, and I mean, he what did, did he do? He did enough in that game against the Cowboys, but That's PI, right, was yeah, it PI was it not? That was awful. Yeah, awful. it was awful. And then that was the Dez, <laughs> the Dez caught it, dropped it, you know, domino effect. What Karma. happens? Karma. Can't complain yeah, about right. that exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Correct. But, okay. We got to have a little chit-chat about this one. The Baltimore Ravens, before we go into the game, yep. we were both talking about how we each had Dobbins. He went down. We picked up yep. Gus Bus, and we thought we were sitting high, just yep. riding off into the sunset. Yep. Gus Bus goes down. They card him off the field. It's a scary situation. The very next play, the very Marcus next Peters. play, Marcus Peters goes down. And they call it a quit. They they leave practice. Well, you have. To. How does that even happen? I don't know, but I feel like that looms large because they could not play man coverage and blitz like they usually do. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's no Marcus Peters, and which is why that man coverage got burnt to a crisp for the game winning touchdown. Yeah, I mean it was. But, they got, well, I mean, poor Humphrey. He ran into his own guy. I mean, yeah. really, what can you do? People were ragging on him on Twitter and other platforms. And, well, I mean, saying he that also he did try to stay with him. He also did drop the interception. Like he caught it, picked yeah, up the he ball, and just dropped it because he didn't think he caught it, and nobody yeah. caught on to it. Darius Slay was busting on him on Twitter. Yeah, social media was Humphrey respond, responded. He goes, "You just got to get those." <laughs> so, but I mean, I was glad to see Tyson Williams. Tyson season. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it ever since Gus Bus went down, and he looked good. And Sammy Weekman Watkins almost goes for a hundo. That's what he does. Yep, yep. And dude, that that finish, like it was good. I really going down Ryan at Edwards the goal, going to score. 
I thought so too. I messaged you literally yep. that night that I said, look for Brian Edwards to have a huge game tonight. Yep. And I think he but no, he he yeah. actually didn't do too much. Eight, no, he had four four catches, eighty one yards. Yeah, well, that and one almost the had the game winner. And if yeah. he would have the game winner, I mean, that would have been a very solid game, and it would have been enough. Yeah, without but, that last catch, he really wasn't doing too no. much. I mean, up until that third quarter ish, not many Nobody of the really receivers were doing much. Right, because yeah. Renfro packed on a lot in the second half. Yeah, and I mean Waller one hundred five. He had ten catches, and he probably had on like. He had what, 50 targets. Yeah, some 50 like targets. Every play was just yucking it up to him. Yeah, I mean, here's my question. This almost cost him the game. You're, it's first and goal from the one. You do a QB sneak. You're already inside the one whenever you do that, and you pretty much cut the distance in half. So right now you're looking at about six inches until you're in the end zone, right? So what do you why go hard do you, count for? Why do you go hard count? You have nothing to gain. You don't, you're telling you have, me an inch and a half Yeah, you have an inch it? and a half. No, absolutely not. It made no sense. But And then I, Willie Sneed throwing the game. Yep. Former Raven, like by I the way. You, that's Sneed for you. <laughs> that is Sneed for you. That, that made me chuckle it's a little just, bit. How about Josh Jacobs, though? I said last week I thought he was overrated. I didn't like him. He stunk. He stunk. He got into the end zone. I he don't stunk. think he stunk. That was not he on 30, He had 34 yards. The yard, dude. Stunk. That was if they had any push up front, that he had zero holes. I mean, he was running for his life back there. He had absolutely at, nowhere but, to go. I mean, look at Kenyon Drake, though. He got involved in the receiving game. Josh Jacobs, that's just not happening. I mean, Josh Jacobs scored what twice? I let's see. He did score twice. Because touchdown, touchdowns matter, man. And I, I mean I know the yards weren't there. It's easy but, to punch it in though, but Kenyon Drake 59 receiving yards, like You'd like to see when, that out of your star. Well, whenever he had that one hole, the, like pretty much the one hole he went through that he had all game, he scored a touchdown. Like, I remember some of those handoffs. Dude, he's getting the ball in the backfield, and he was getting hit right away. Like, where do you want the guy to go? Why are you running it up the middle uh, against? Yeah, the Gruden offense just isn't good, but yet they somehow find a way to win games like this and trick people. Well, I mean, similar to, what he, similar to what Eli was kind of talking about, which was just funny to hear Eli talking about stuff whenever there's Peyton. I don't know. That, that was just a good time in general. But you see they're in zone, and they don't exactly have the numbers on the side, and they try to throw it to Waller in the flat. Why would you not take advantage of that opportunity to run when you, ever, you finally have the numbers in the box and you can finally get something going in the run game? I, they were I trying – the, the Rams are out <laughs> – all these teams that start with an R. The Ravens are out here loading the box, and the Raiders say, you know what? You know what they're not going to see coming? Run and inside like, zone up the middle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> inside zone up the it just middle. Made, like, I feel like the team's so bad. And I shouldn't say this because they're gonna they'll probably beat the Steelers next week too, because why not? Yeah. But like I don't I don't know how they won this game because the first half, I Carr looked so bad. Like he looked awful. Yeah. You were texting and, who they're gonna get at QB, and I was exactly like, I don't know, man. And then he ends up with 435 <laughs> yards. It just makes no sense. I don't know what happened to the Ravens, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, his his accuracy definitely got a little bit better, and I think once he started to get more players involved, like you saw him finally hit rugs later on right. in the game. Yeah, that was. A and nice here's the, here's the other thing, that drive he put together with thirty some seconds left in the clock and no timeouts to get him into field goal range. Why they don't try to do stuff like that more often? Let Carr just sling it around because that's what he's good at throwing medium ish passes. 
Right. That's about as good as a drive you'll ever see with yeah. 30 seconds left like, and no timeouts to get in the field. I, knew, I missed that drive. Like I I went to the bathroom for like 15 seconds and I came back and they were kicking a field goal already. I'm like what happened? Like how did they just get down the field that fast? It was yeah, amazing. I mean it was it was pretty much one little check down and then two that went for like 25 yards. Right. That's and why I saw the replays. You know, yeah. But like when I got up, I'm like, ah, this is probably over. They're not going to do anything. They had no timeouts. And then I come back and I see Carlson running onto the field for the 55 yarder. It was just, I, I just didn't understand. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not exactly sure if you want to crunch these numbers of what our picks were of how healthy they were this past week. But I will definitely get a graphic up here and down here of our picks for this past week. Um, actually, no, because some people listen to it. So, do you want to? We could save it for next time. Yeah, I mean, I also kind of want to just throw it out there now, just so I can get the audio in there. Um, no, you know, no, we'll we'll save it for the video net coming out later this week. Because we're recording this on a Tuesday evening, and we'll also be recording another video later this week, highlighting Thursday night football and the following week. We'll also have some exciting stuff going on later on in the year, such as stat leaders, um, division leaders. I mean, right now, like, what can you do? Like, if you won last week, you're either in first or you're (laughs) tied for first first or in second. So... And stat leaders, I mean, right now, Hertz is up there for rushing leaders in there. Yeah, we'll <laughs> so, put Danny Dimes up there for 27 rushing yards, too. He's up there some. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to get into all this stuff now. I mean, what was – here, I'll ask you this. What was one guy this week that just – he did something for fantasy for you, and you were just like, wow, that was huge. I really needed that. Well, I'll tell you what. I, uh, I had Debo Samuel, but he was on my bench. So, yep. That wasn't great because I didn't expect him to do much. But, I mean, I had Waller in, like, almost every league, and he put up almost 30. Mm-hmm. So that was clutch. But I'm trying to – I don't know if I had any specific standouts. I'm going to – I did Andre Swift put up 24. That was pretty nice. I mean, I had Tyreek Hill one of my leagues, 37. I know you have Tyreek Hill in, like, every league. I have him in every except one, and I'm so, in, like, seven or eight leagues. Right, you know, that was pretty nice. Decent. And I had Cooper Cup. This is a lot of guys that had a good, pretty good weeks. Yeah, I mean, I know one guy that was huge for me sitting on my bench in our league that we're in together was, I mean, Antonio Brown. I mentioned it before. The seven, what was it? Seven, yeah, five catches for 121 in the TD. That's something you love to see from him. I think he's back 100%. Uh, ready to go in this offense. I, I don't really, I don't really hope I, I don't know if I hope or not, but we'll see. Um, another guy that was actually huge for me, and this is kind of he wasn't huge for me, but it's good for my future. Just seeing Tyrod Taylor do stuff and be productive because yeah. he is my number three quarterback in that league. Because I have Murray and Wentz at one and two. I mean, who knows if Tyrod keeps doing that? I'll have to throw him in next week. That's Maybe. a guy that you're I don't know about the Browns. But... I know. I'm not sure about that either, but that's a guy that was huge for me. I mean, coming into this next week, I think Kyler Murray against Minnesota might once again big. just drop everything big. on him. Yeah. Yeah. That um 
yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for me for fantasy wise. I mean, I don't have anything crazy going on. I won in most of my league, but it's also because most of my leagues I have Tyree killing them. <laughs> so yeah, that'll definitely do it. So, all right. I think we're ready to, unless you have anything else you want to add um, for this episode, because I think it's a good time to call quits because we do have another episode coming out later this week. Yep. Really excited for that. Get the pickums going. And we are actually going to give you our fantasy sleeper for the guy that we think you need to have in your starting lineup if you can get him he might already be off the waivers you might already know who we're talking about we'll have that for you later this week until then everybody enjoy the rest of your day the rest of your week and we will see you all on thursday isaac pleasure talking to you love doing this and we'll be seeing you